Men are different than women, and when it comes to money, investing, and retirement, the differences are even more dramatic. Welcome to Woman's Worth with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. Jeanette is a best-selling author and a radio talk show host. She's been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Forbes Magazine, and CNBC Television. Listen up, it's time for Woman's Worth. Welcome to Woman's Worth Radio. I'm Angelia Savage with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. We're here each week talking about financial matters for women because we believe that you deserve an independent and worry-free retirement. At Woman's Worth, it's more than the money. It's about total well-being. And today, we're going to talk about what total well-being really means and what we can do to achieve it. And Jeanette, You've made helping women achieve total well-being your personal mission your entire life. But before we talk about what it is, why is this topic so important to you? Angelia, I've been always, always been interested in the mind-body connection, even from a young age. Somehow, it's always made sense to me that if you're physically unhealthy, your brain suffers. Mm -hmm, or if true. you're anxious or stressed, your body suffers. And now that's mainstream knowledge, but I've intuitively known that for many, many years. And yes, technically my job is helping people with managing their money, but your financial life is also part of your overall well-being. And by that I mean, you know, you just have to think about it. Worrying about your finances causes stress, which causes physical problems like high blood pressure or then you stress, you actually eat to cope, kind of that's what I did during COVID. Some people do, that's true. Or you smoke or drink, and all that takes a physical toll on top of the emotional load that money worries cause. Then you, you may have to address the physical or mental damage that worry caused in the form of healthcare costs. And that's expensive, so when you're worrying about money again, because it's a vicious cycle, right? And it goes round and round in this unbelievable loop. That's exactly right. I mean, it is a vicious cycle. You end up chasing your tail, chasing your health, rather, or chasing your money, whichever one. It just becomes that cycle. Exactly, it is. And it's a cycle that's hard to break because we're creatures of habit. We like being comfortable and we hate being challenged. And sometimes being proactive and creating well-being for ourselves means we have to get uncomfortable and do stuff that's outside our comfort zone or goes against the status quo. I like that. Can you give us an example of how we can do that, though? Let me give you um, an example from my personal life. I was diagnosed with breast cancer in 1988. That was way back. And the standard treatment of cancer was the whole gamut of chemo, radiation, along with radical mastectomies. That, that was then. It's all about treating the symptoms of the disease, right? Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to just treat the symptoms. I wanted to address the source of the problem. I wanted a systemic solution. And I did a lot of reading and talking to experts. And I ended up pursuing a more naturalistic path in battling my cancer. And it was a path that was totally against what most mainstream oncologists and other doctors were prescribing at the time. In fact, I had to sign a waiver of release with the oncologist when I opted out of the traditional treatment. But it made sense to me because I already understood a lot about the body uh, and how it works as a whole system. 
And I'm happy to report that I've been cancer-free for over 30 years, 33 wow. years to be exact. That's wonderful. And Julia, it was a healing journey of this 33 years, healing of mind from the anger of a diagnosis, because I was angry about the diagnosis. That doesn't help the body. I was angry at the body, um, so I... I was having to take hundreds of supplements daily and detox protocols and eating foods that heal. Then I needed a spiritual feeding, you know, so I had to exercise more deeply my faith muscle. And that was just very critical for me to really get a handle of. And so that's what I mean when I mean holistic. It needs yeah. to be a holistic approach to life. Yeah, mind, body, and spirit is really important to be aligned with. But I mean, we have to note that this is what worked for you and this was your journey, your personal journey you're just sharing with us. This is not necessarily what works for everyone and this is not, a, you're not a doctor saying this is what you should do, but this is what worked for you, not for everyone. Exactly. That's a very important point, Angelia. In no way am I saying if you have cancer, you should just go eat fruits and vegetables and ditch your doctor's recommended treatments. I was under a doctor's care during my entire journey, and I would have never tried this without the guidance of an orthodox trained medical doctor. It was really important for me to have that medical partnership. Well, I think this is an interesting question for you. What, in your opinion, what does total well-being actually mean? Because you do practice that every day. What does that mean to you? To me, total well-being means reaching a place where you're taking the uh, necessary steps to maximize every aspect of your health, your physical, mental, and emotional health. When we're living, when you're living, all of us are living our best life, the kind of life that God intended us all to live. And each of us is going to have a different vision of what total being means for ourselves. We all have to sit down and think, what does my best life look like? And then figure out the steps to get us there. Yeah, absolutely. It's a very personal thing, I think, right? It, it is because what lights a fire for me makes me feel like I'm living my best life could be completely different than it is for you. And that being said, I think there are six areas we can focus on, and I call them elements that are universal to all of us when we're thinking about what total well-being is and how to achieve it. It is very personal. I was thinking about you get up at five in the morning to work out. I do not. <laughs> Actually, so I have very... to change it to 4.30. Oh my goodness. You are a go-getter. I love that. I hope you rub off on me someday. But first, let's tackle the six areas that you're talking about. Um, here, uh, here are just the six at a high level, and we'll go back and break them down. It's career, social, community, physical, financial, and spiritual. Okay, but wait, I noticed that you didn't say anything about specifically about mental or emotional well-being in that list. I didn't, Angelia, because I think those are higher level benefits you get when you focus on achieving well-being in these six areas. Got it. Okay, well, I wanted to, to break these five, these areas down, these six areas that you're talking about, and how they contribute to your total well-being. But first, for 10 listeners today, we're going to give you a free copy of Jeanette's book, Wise Up Women, A Guide to Fiscal and Physical Well-Being. And the book covers all sorts of things that you need to know about creating total well-being. Jeanette discovers how your financial life is intertwined with your physical and mental health. And she talks about why addressing your finances head on 
And planning for the future is one of the best things that you can do for your health. Jeanette also discusses ways to reduce worry regarding your money in her book. She explores the importance of the retirement lifestyle plan, and she talks about why a solid financial plan is key to creating your best life in retirement. And your copy of this book is totally complimentary. All you have to do is be one of the first 10 callers to receive it. The number to call is 800 366 8022. That's 800-366-8022. And Jeanette, she doesn't just throw in a bunch of statistics and throwing them at you in this book. She applies her own experiences throughout and shows you exactly how to create total well-being in all areas of your life. So get one of your free copies right now of Wise Up Women by calling 800 366 8022 for your complimentary copy, but it's only available for the first 10 callers today. So call 800-366-8022. Again, 800-366-8022. All right. Well, you're listening to Woman's Worth Radio. We'll be right back in a moment. If you're a woman and you don't have a plan in place for how to handle your retirement savings, then be careful. In her book, Wise Up Women, author, radio host, and financial planner, Jeanette Bajalia warns women about the roadblocks they face in their financial future. Women have traditionally worked in lower paying jobs without pension plans and with caregiving interruptions. Women have earned 77 cents to every dollar a man earns, and that translates, are you ready for this, to lost earnings of $300,000. Women step out of the workforce on the average 19 years to care for their children, for elderly parents, for spouses. Couple all this with longevity in women. Women will end up in some type of financial crisis if they don't plan for these unexpected life events. And that's why I wrote the book, to help women take charge of their financial future by understanding the connection between their health and their wealth. The book is Wise Up Women. The company and show is Woman's Worth. Call today for a complimentary review with your local Woman's Worth expert by dialing 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. Life is complicated. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues. The last thing you need when planning your financial future are confusing numbers and advisors who just offer you a sales pitch. We believe there's a simpler way to invest. Your financial plan should be built on a plan that's made just for you. It's all about discovering your goals and designing a strategy that will help you get all the way to and through retirement. And don't worry, we'll track your progress along the way. Stop wandering your way through your investing life. Come in for a visit today. To schedule an appointment, call 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. A simpler way. To invest, call 800 366 8022. When you said I do, you made a commitment to each other for life. Between the bit about for better or worse and till death do us part, you probably weren't thinking about what that would look like 40 years later. Keep listening to Woman's Worth Radio and learn how to best care for your loved ones in retirement. Welcome back to Woman's Worth, the weekly show that's about total well being. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia, president and founder of Woman's Worth and national expert, 
author, speaker, and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. And Jeanette, before the break, we were talking about the six areas that women should focus on as they're working towards total well-being. So let's discuss that first area. You were talking about it was career? Yes. You know, I really should rename it something like life, work, or purpose, or something like that. I like that. The word that. career maybe insinuates someone who's working 60 hours a week trying to climb that corporate ladder. But work looks different for every woman. Some women have chosen to, uh, to pursue a full-time career while others work part-time. Some women have worked solely in the home, or maybe they're working on volunteering type of work. No matter what it looks like, your work is completely individual to you. And achieving total well-being is less about what you do for your work than what work in any form gives you and what that work allows you to give others. Mm -hmm. And your work should be purposeful. Absolutely. The happiest people I've met, the ones that are living their best lives, have discovered a purpose to get up every morning. They've got something to look forward to, and they're using their strengths and talents in ways that serve others. And you know, Angelia, that work can continue well into your 70s, into your 80s. In fact, some of the most vibrant seniors I know still have some sort of work in their lives, whether they're, that's holding an actual job, running their own business, or serving at their church or a local organization. Yeah, I think that's great. And they're doing something for other people every single day. That makes yeah, a difference. It does. And nothing gives us a sense of purpose of even a personal well-being more than helping others, no matter how old we are and where we are in life. It's one of the reasons I still work. I've shared my story before, but I had a long career in the insurance industry and I actually retired from that career. But I saw a need to help people, especially women, and help them figure out not only their finances, but also their futures. The opportunity called to me and it still calls to me today because I'm a helper by nature and my work gives me my sense of purpose. You are good at helping other people though. We appreciate you. And I mean, I've seen you in action, helping your clients day in and day out. I've seen whenever somebody needs you, you are there. And I mean, work can be also a social outlet for people as well. It can, Angelia, and now you're actually on the number two area, your social life. You should focus on this for total well-being. A lot of people think this is playful games. Some of us probably are more social than others, and it's that whole introvert versus extrovert thing, like kind of I'm an introvert. Social life is different for me than it might be for you or might be different to many of my friends who are extroverts. But all of us, every human needs social interaction. And we get that social interaction with family, with friends, even with people in the workplace. But we have to be intentional with that social interaction. If you're working, it just happens automatically, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, you, you have a built-in relationship with everyone. 
Exactly. Um, but if you're retired, you have to purposely reach out and schedule time with your friends and invest in your network. You may even have to seek out new friends or circles to share your time with, particularly if you relocate to a different retirement destination. You just have to intentionally go out and create those social connections. And that's tough. I mean, where are the best places to make potential new friendships? Oh, everywhere. But especially the places you visit frequently, you're more likely to meet people who have similar interests. Like if you join a gym and go at the same time every day, and that way you start seeing some of the same people. Take a class, ask your friends or family to introduce you to people they think might share your common interests. You may have to get creative, but staying socially engaged is a crucial point to total well-being. You can't forget that. And the more people you meet, the better your odds are of finding the people, the ones you want to hang out with and cultivate deeper, much deeper social connections. Yeah, I think that people have actually, they've all relocated during this whole pandemic. And it seems like so many people are having to reach outside the box. And I have a few people that I've just met recently, and they're in my neighborhood, and they all got together with pickleball. And something I oh, yeah. I didn't know all that well, but now I know all about pickleball. Oh my so. gosh, I can't <laughs> wait. We're going to host a pickleball a pickleball clinic for our clients because uh, it's all about me and I want to learn pickleball and I want to take it up. So I I'm like glad you're talking about pickleball. Maybe in a future program, we could dedicate a whole program to the attributes of pickleball to financial I love planning. It. I love it. Well, I can bring all my neighbors because they will be happy to talk about it and they're all brand new and making new friends. But I mean, I guess all in all, this all sounds kind of like dating again, you know, if oh, you will. It does, doesn't it? Over 10 years ago, I attended a woman's worth because I'm going to give you an example of how I created some deeper social connections being an introvert. Uh, 10 years ago, I attended a woman's retreat at my church and I would have never believed it would have resulted in such deep social connections. It was a group of 26 women who spent a weekend at the church, sleeping on air, on air beds in the cultural center of our church. And when we all camped out together, we were not allowed to uh, take in. They took our phones, our watches, they took everything because we were going to just connect with one another and to awaken the spirit within us. And so the interesting thing is without that connection to the outside world, we connected internally with each other. About 16 of us maintained connection. That was over 10 years ago. We had our 10-year celebration, and we reconnected in a mini retreat that we did ourselves. 16 of us maintained that connection, and the depth of the friendship and the connection that had evolved from this is life-given. That is what I mean when it means go create social connections and pursue and work at it. That's so interesting. It sounds like something that would be kind of scary at first, that it's something we're not used to. We're not used to connecting person anymore. So I think that's really neat that you did that. And it's great that you carried on, you know, relationship with everybody. But now let's move on to the next area that makes up total well-being. Okay, now this is tied in and uh, tied in with work and social, but feeling like you're part of a community, so it's community can be a significant part of your total well-being. 
Now, obviously, you're a part of a family community and maybe a community of friends, but you can also be a part of your neighborhood community or even your city or your town. And Angelia, it's not just being a passive part of a community. It's about giving back and making a difference for your neighbors and other people around you. And it can be something very small, like getting to know the people who live next door and who are, you know, looking and and just looking out for them. Or maybe something smaller, like giving your time or money to a cause that makes a difference in your community. Mm -hmm. Good ideas. And we all get that emotional boost from helping others. So you help someone else and you help yourself at the same time. I know. And I definitely like, because I'm just a creature of serving others and helping others. And there again, it's all connected by helping others. We boosted our emotional state of mind, which is part of our total well-being. Absolutely. All right. Well, we've got three more areas of total well-being left to talk about. But first, For only 10 listeners today, you're going to get a free copy of Jeanette's book, Wise Up Women, A Guide to Fiscal and Physical Well-Being. If you've always wondered how to live your best life, then you need this book. It covers all the things you need to know when it comes to pursuing physical, emotional, and financial well-being. And Jeanette also covers the reasons why planning for the future is so critical to your total well-being in your 60s, in your 70s, and beyond. So more than anything at all, total well-being is a state of mind, a sense of security, knowing that you've addressed the future head-on and you've prepared for whatever life may bring you. And if you feel that that's what's missing in your life, you're going to want a copy of this book. Call 800-366-8022 and be one of the first 10 callers to receive your free copy of Jeanette's book. 800-366-8022. Again, 800-366-8022. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break right now. You're listening to Woman's Worth Radio. We'll be right back in a moment. Let's face it. Women face different challenges than men in retirement. Whether you're single, married, divorced, or widowed, women have to be prepared for their retirement years because, well, they live longer. On average, women live to age 85, compared to only 82 for men. That means an average retirement could last 20 to 30 years. It could also lead to a greater possibility of running out of money. In fact, the poverty rate for women age 65 and older is 16%, compared to only 9% for men. Don't let that happen to you. Woman's Worth specializes in working with women. They understand the emotional and physical health issues that women face when dealing with finances. Contact Jeanette Bajalia and your local Woman's Worth expert today and request a complimentary appointment. Call 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. Woman's Worth. It's not just about the money. It's about total well-being. Welcome back to Woman's Worth, the weekly show that's all about total well-being. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia, president and founder of Woman's Worth and national expert, author, speaker, and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. Before the break, we were talking about six crucial areas that everyone needs to consider to achieve total well-being. 
And we've come to numbers four, five, and six, and they are big ones. So Jeanette is number four. We've already tackled three in the last segment. What's number four? Now we're getting into my area of expertise. Financial well-being is number four. And when I talk about this, I'm thinking about managing your economic life now and planning for your finances in the future. For most women, Angela, it's about financial security. They want to know everything about their future and and how to protect that future. And uh, they want to know whether they'll have enough money to last through retirement to cover the costs of a healthcare crisis in the future. And when you're not confident about these things, it causes a lot of stress and anxiety. So what can people do to reduce that worry and achieve that financial well-being that we've been talking about? Okay, buckle up. First okay, is I'm buckled your in. Favorite Let's go. Word, your favorite word, budget. Oh, I have an I don't allergy care. to that word. <laughs> I know, but budget is it. I don't care how much money you make or how much you have saved. I think everyone needs to know exactly how much money they have coming in and how much they have going out. Because if you don't know, you'll just keep spending and possibly dig yourself into a financial hole that you can't get out of. And part of making a budget is what I call smart spending. Don't spend just to spend buy experiences or things that truly mean something to you. Make smart purchasing decisions. I think we've all had buyer's remorse at some point in time, whether, you know, whether we regret buying, you know, a new pair of shoes or our 20th pair of black pants. Regret doesn't contribute to total well-being at all, Angelia. Mm, I think I need to write that down, everything that you just said. I mean, don't spend too much or buy experiences and not things, you know, that are just mindless. I need to take note of that. I mean, I know that I've had buyer's remorse many, many times, and that's money that I could have saved. Yes, we all have. And it may be a that piece of clothing that's sitting in your closet that you end up never wearing, and then off to Goodwill, it goes with the tag still on it. Or it could be a, an appliance that you've used once, and now it's just taking place, you know, a space that you can free up and simplify in your kitchen or even in your garage. That's even worse when it makes its way out of the kitchen and into the garage. Oh my gosh, I'm cringing right now because I'm actually thinking of all the things that I do have that you just mentioned. I think I have one in each of those categories. I think okay. we've all been there in some manner or fashion and you know, could have been expensive items, could have been non-expensive items, but I think we've all been there at some point in time. Yes, we have. And it seems like maybe a trivial thing to say your total well-being will improve if you just set a budget and be smart about your spending. But too many people don't do either of uh, these things and they're back in that constant cycle of worry and anxiety about paying bills next month. And finally, one of the best things you could do for your financial well-being is plan for your future. Hmm. And that means looking at things like, will you have enough money for retirement? Who will receive your assets after you die? Will your loved ones be provided for if you aren't here to help them? And I know it's hard and it can even be a little scary. There are all these unknowns you have to think about, including potential sickness or even death. But Angelia, you don't know how many women I talk to after we do the financial plan, the holistic financial plan, and they tell me how relieved they feel that 
they are now prepared. And uh, that financial plan was able to eliminate some of the worry that they had about the future. And I'd like to share a little story with a client that I just recently experienced. I'm going to call her Mary. Name has changed. She was divorced and had to work really hard to recover financially because the divorce caused her, she was the saver, and the divorce caused her to give up 50% of her retirement assets. So she really knew she was starting back and she was in her late 50s. So she started planning three years before she wanted to retire. And she came to me saying, I don't think I could ever retire. And we got her a blueprint. We repositioned the assets she has. And the beauty of it is, let's fast forward four years. She was able, I, we had that final meeting. I said, you know, you can retire. You've done an amazing job following this blueprint for financial planning for your retirement. And so I enjoyed a celebration with her. And I want to read you a little note that she just sent me. Um, that I got it. And it says, Jeanette, thank you from the bottom of my heart for your loving guidance that made my retirement possible. Thank you for your wisdom, strength, patience, guidance, and education for without which I would not have had the courage to move forward. Wow. That is what planning brings to you, that type of confidence. And that's exactly what we're all striving for is that confidence. Thank you so much for sharing that story. I think we can all learn from all of those things. And we can all learn from you because that is who you are. You do embody all of those qualities and you bring that to all of your clients. So I think in summary, let's so far we've talked about work, we've talked about social life, community and financial well-being. But what are the final two elements that we haven't talked about yet that we need to address? We've saved them for last, but they're probably the most important. Your physical well-being and your spiritual well-being. Again, we go back to the area that all pieces of our lives are interconnected. You can't serve others if you're not physically healthy. And if you don't feel good, often the last thing you want to do is socialize. And your financial well-being and your physical well-being are so closely intertwined, it's hard to tell where one stops and the other one begins. Your health may determine if you can keep working or if you have to retire early. And if you have to retire early, you don't have a paycheck coming in for as long as you thought you would, which could affect your plan for retirement or even your Social Security benefits. Not to mention, Angelia, that poor health may lead to increased health care costs in your later years. And then you're back in that cycle of worry and stress about money. Yeah. And then you could create an even greater sickness. And since you've been through the physical health crisis, what do you recommend for people who are worried about their physical health? I don't care how old you are and what your health is now, there's always room to improve. Starting today, make a decision today. I think a lot of us had a wake-up call over the past year with COVID, but I know all of us have things in our lives we could do to take care of ourselves a little better. Move more, eat better, get higher quality sleep, drink more water. It's not complicated. Yeah, and reduce stress if possible, because that's a, that's a killer, all the stress that we take on. You got it. Stress and worry are absolute killers when it comes to our physical health. 
And we can't eliminate it entirely, but we can manage it by exercising, by eating better. Not only that, Angelia, our physical lives can improve when we improve our emotional health by living with purpose and helping others and taking charge of our financial lives. Yes, they're all definitely interconnected. And let's tackle the very last one that our listeners need to hear today. I know it's my favorite. It's spiritual. You need inner strength and a faith muscle and total well-being isn't complete without having deep spiritual roots. You need a faith community to belong to that nurtures your spiritual health. My cancer journey would not have been successful or had that successful outcome in my humble opinion without three team players, my doctor, myself and God. And so you have to integrate a spiritual muscle as part of your total well-being. Mm. And so how do you suggest listeners start taking those steps toward achieving total well-being? Angelia, my best advice is to surround yourself with people who can help you, give you encouragement when you need it, and maybe a kick in the pants when you need that too. You <laughs> yeah, sometimes seek we need that. <laughs> yes. So you need to seek out people who can help you in specific areas. Experts in physical health and financial health or spiritual direction, look for someone who understands the concept of total well-being and addresses the underlying problem, not just the symptoms. I promise when you start doing the work, you'll immediately find it's worth it. Absolutely. Jeanette, thank you so much for sharing your personal stories with clients. We, we always learn so much from that. And next up, we're going to take some questions from our listeners, which we learn a lot from. But right now, for the 10 listeners today that call, we're going to give you a free copy of Jeanette's book, Wise Up Women, A Guide to Fiscal and Physical Well-Being. And this book, it covers all things that you need to know about creating total well-being in your life. And Jeanette discovers how your financial life is intertwined with your fiscal and physical and mental health. And she talks about why addressing your finances head on and for the future in one of the best things that you can do for your health. Jeanette also discusses ways to reduce worry regarding your money in her book, and she explores the importance of a retirement plan and talks about why a solid financial plan is key to creating your best life in retirement. Your copy of this book is totally complimentary. But first, you just have to be one of the first 10 callers right now to receive it. The number to call is 800 366 8022. That's 800-366-8022. And Jeanette, she doesn't just throw in a bunch of statistics at you in this book. She applies her own experiences that you can learn from throughout, and she shows you exactly how to create total well-being in all areas of your life. So get one of your free copies right now of Wise Up Women by calling 800-366-8022 for your complimentary copy. But it's only available for the first 10 callers. So call 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. All right. Well, we have to take a quick break right now, but you're listening to Women's Worth Radio and we'll be right back to answer some of our questions from our listeners. Stay tuned. At Woman's Worth Radio, a successful retirement is about more than money. It's about your total well-being. Let's see if we can get you totally well. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back to Women's Worth, the weekly show that's all about well-being. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia, president and founder of Women's Worth, and national expert, author, speaker, and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. Now it's time to answer some email questions from our listeners and from the questions that we get through our Facebook page and website. And if you want to follow us on the Woman's Worth Facebook page, you can do that. And you can also send in your questions through our Woman's Worth website, which is womans-worth.com. Again, that's womans-worth.com if you have a question. Let's focus on a question from Pamela in Fort Lauderdale. Pamela asks, she says, I'm 71 and I own a traditional IRA with about 600000 in it. I haven't touched that money at all. Can I just let it grow until I need it? What do you think, Jeanette? Great question. And you think that would be a great plan, but actually the answer is no. You can't just let it sit there. Traditional IRAs are funded with pre-tax dollars and the account grows tax deferred, not tax-free, tax deferred important differentiator, meaning you haven't paid any taxes on any of the money in the IRA at that point. And you know, the IRS wants their cut. Since you're 71, you're about to run into something called required minimum distributions, or better known as RMDs. In the year you turn 72, the IRS says you have to take withdrawals from your IRA. And how much you withdraw is based on a formula calculated by your age, it's based on life expectancy and the amount of money in your account. It's a simple formula to calculate. The kicker is that you'll owe taxes on any money you take out. So if you're already receiving income from other places, the withdrawal could increase your tax bill for the year. And every year, the amount that you have to take gets bigger and bigger. The older we get, the less life expectancy and the tax man wants their cut. If you're worried about taxes and don't really need the income, one thing you might consider is making a qualified donation with your RMDs to, and again, with your required minimum distributions to a charitable organization of your choice. And you get to save on taxes and then they get extra funds to work uh, with some, you know, with some critical need and everyone wins in this game. Yeah, Except that's an IRS interesting. Because they don't get to pay, you don't get, they don't get the taxes. <laughs> they don't get the money <laughs> the charitable organization does. So I think that's a win-win actually. But RMDs, they sound like something that may be a surprise to retirees, especially those who aren't in their 70s yet and may not be aware of this. You know, they can be. In 2020, you didn't have to pay the, you didn't have to take out your required minimum distributions because IRS, the government just waived it last year due, during COVID. So anyone who turns 72 or 73 this calendar year will have to take their required minimum distributions by December 31st. And if you don't, you could end up paying a 50% penalty, 50% of that, dis that amount that you were required to take out, you will pay in penalties and you don't want to do that. 
Fifty mm, percent, definitely. Ooh, goodness, that that actually makes me shiver. <laughs> I wouldn't want to yeah. pay fifty percent. Okay, well, so here's another question from. Let's see, this one's from Joanne in Pensacola, and Joanne says, "I really liked what you said about treating your cancer from a naturalistic point of view. Can you tell us what kinds of things you did in your treatment?" Okay, first, let me make a disclosure. Let me say that this was my personal experience and you should always listen to your doctor for medical advice. That being said, only you know your body and what's best for you. I believe women should have options and that's why I use my story to help women understand they have options. Anytime you have a health diagnosis, I encourage you to do the research get a second opinion, unless you're like me, I got, I had three opinions, explore your options, because there are always options. It's not a one size fits all. It's your body. It's your life. I opted for a holistic approach, because I knew I wanted to cure my cancer. So as I explored options, I knew traditional cancer treatment was cured all the symptoms of cancer. I wanted, I wanted a root cause solution. So I selected a metabolic treatment program because I had to heal my cancer by healing my broken immune system. And I needed to get to that root cause. The root cause was my immune system had been stressed out from pressures of stress, caregiving pressures. And I created my own cancer with my lifestyle that was just very intense. And I found a doctor in New York City with some amazing credentials and medical training in immunology. So I looked for that training that understood the immune system. And he was my guide by putting together the supplements. I don't just go to the health food store and pick out supplements. He put together a whole protocol. It's a recipe for supplements I needed. He developed a diet for my metabolic type. Um, he created detox protocols because regardless of the type of cancer you go through, people get what they say sick as a dog when you're going through chemo, radiation. This program was no different. It was breaking down all the ugly cells in my body and you get toxic. So he put together detox protocols. And so with that, I just stuck to it and said, hey, this is right for me. Is it right for you? I don't know. But there are other programs, other options. And uh, what this doctor would tell me every time I go, he said, you know, anybody that gets a cancer diagnosis can get healed with traditional cancer treatment or alternative cancer treatment, if they just had a faith muscle, if they just believed in their treatment program and just took it head on and introduced their faith muscle with it, 80% of them will make it. Okay, well, let's tackle one more question. And this one's from Georgia in Jacksonville, Georgia in Jacksonville. And Georgia says, my husband and I divorced after 37 years of marriage. During our marriage, I stayed at home with the kids and then worked part-time. Am I entitled to any of his social security benefits? Another great question, and we get loads of questions. We have a social security expertise, and we're able to provide you with a customized social security analysis. Um, and so that's what we will provide. The question is, uh, basically, I was recently, I just want to start before I answer it. I was on the phone just last week with a 50-year-old. And they are terminating a 16-year marriage, and she's 50. And that was one of her questions is, how do I integrate this Social Security values into our divorce settlement? So that's another whole area that you really need some financial planning. But the answer, 
The answer to Georgia's question is yes, you're entitled to a portion of his benefits as long as you meet certain criteria. The first is that you will have had to have been married for at least 10 years and one day, which you most certainly were since you said you'd been married for 37 years. So you would be eligible. And the second criteria is that you can't, you can't have remarried. You don't say if you have remarried, but if you do, you lose the opportunity to claim the portion of your ex-husband's benefits. And if you haven't started taking Social Security yet, I highly recommend meeting with the financial advisors before you make any decisions. They can help you compare options. They can walk you through all the numbers so that you get the most Social Security benefits available to you. There's hundreds of ways to claim a Social Security benefit. And so that's what we do. We do customized Social Security analysis and integrate it into your financial plan. This is all good information. Thank you so much, Jeanette. Unfortunately, we're out of time, but I really thank you for your conversation today. We're always learning something great and good information that can help all of us. And for the next 10 listeners today, we're going to give you a free copy of Jeanette's book, Wise Up Women, A Guide to Fiscal and Physical Well-Being. If you've always wondered how to live your best life, then you need this book. It covers all the things you need to think about when doing physical, emotional, and financial well-being. And Jeanette also covers the reasons why planning for the future is so critical to your total well-being in your 60s, in your 70s, and beyond. And more than anything in the whole wide world, total well-being is is a state of mind, as Jeanette was talking about earlier in the show. It's a sense of security, knowing that you've addressed the future head on and you've prepared for whatever life might bring. If you feel like that's what's missing in your life, you're going to want to get a copy of this book. So just call 800-366-8022 to be one of the first 10 callers to receive your free copy of Jeanette's book. That's 800 366 8022. Call it now. 800-366-8022. And thanks so much for listening to Women's World Radio. We've had a great show today talking about how you can achieve total well-being in your life. Have a great week and we'll see you right here at the same time at Women's Worth next week where it's more than the money. It's about total well-being. Two and through your retirement. Investment management services recommended by Petros Advisory Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor headquartered in Jacksonville, Florida. Information provided on today's show is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the strength and claimed paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of product futures and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.